Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Real Positive Girl podcast. My name is Sabrina. Happy Thursday to you all, and happy Thanksgiving if you are celebrating that holiday today. I hope that you're having a fantastic day so far. Um, Just a reminder that this week we are talking about five types of negativity, and today, Thursday, we are briefly discussing worrying. But before we get into the episode, again, happy Thursday. Um, I hope that you're having a great day, whether your day is just beginning in the middle or towards the end. Um, If you're having a hard day, if you are just having some frustrating moments, you are just, uh, it's just too much right now, I encourage you to take the five-minute reset which will allow you to reset, reboot, restart your day right then and there or take the perspective of drawing a line in the sand and just kind of letting that first part of your day go and then move forward feeling more positive and happy about the rest of your day and looking forward to that. The five minute reset also gives you the opportunity to take a break from any issues, burdens, or problems that you're currently dealing with, as well as come up with resolutions for the problems that you're dealing with, whether it's by yourself or with other people. And I always encourage everyone to come up with at least four things that you are grateful for, big, small, or medium, Um, even more so specifically on this day of Thanksgiving where we're practicing um, in real time our gratitude and our thankfulness and you can be grateful for being able to spend time with your family or maybe you're grateful that this year actually gave you a break from spending time with your family. I understand that's a real real thing. Um, Maybe you are grateful that you decided to do like a Friendsgiving kind of situation where you're just going to order out food and then hang out and play games, watch TV, whatever. Um, Or maybe you are grateful for a day where you don't have to go to work, where you just get to wake up and eat and watch football and the parade the dog show and like do your thing you can literally be grateful for anything which means the list is endless so you should never have an issue coming up with at least four things that you are grateful for last but not least make sure that you're feeling at least neutral if not positive about the rest of your day because despite what you're going through without diminishing anything that you're currently experiencing you should be able to feel at least neutral if not positive, because of the gratitude list that you um, listed out because there's positive things in your life and it's so much easier for you to get through all that negative crap if you are spending more time focusing on the positive. And I'm not saying that you have to focus on the positive all the time. That's just not realistic. However, if you do spend more time focusing on it, it will help you get through those hard times. But I do hope that you're having a fantastic day on this Thanksgiving, on this Thursday. Um, Like I said at the top of the show, this week we are talking about the five types of negativity and today we are talking about worrying. So let's just jump right in because I'm hoping that this episode will not be too long, especially since it's a holiday. So if you are listening, um, you probably just like want to get right to it. So Worrying is one of those addictive behaviors that can really take over your life, much like the other behaviors I have spoken about um, previously this week, but it's also one of those things that you feel like you can rationalize away as if it's nothing. Because have you ever um, yourself or been in the presence of someone else that you know worries a ton could be labeled as a worry wart or yourself feel that way about yourself and 
they're always like talking about what they're worrying about always have something to share with you and maybe it is regularly multiple things um but that they give you some sort of reason excuse rationalization why it's okay you're like well i have to worry about this because no one else will or i have to worry about this because it's super important or i have to worry about this because i have to be prepared for however different scenarios this could turn out to be i feel like there's people that worry a lot and I am speaking directly to myself as well because um, there are definitely times in my life where I struggle with this. I feel like I struggle with it a little bit less. I am definitely working on it. Um, but yeah, I you know you just come up with an excuse as to why it's not a big deal, even though it is a really big deal, especially to the person that is worrying. Um, but that's just an excuse, a rationalization, um, not even a real reason why they're worrying. It's just a way to get out of people um, trying to poke at the reasons for why you're doing what you're doing. So, but when worrying um, crosses over into more of an anxiety feeling, it's reached a point of where it is going to take over your life, much like many other emotions, behaviors, feelings. If you just take it too far into that realm where it's just you're engaging in it, more than you should. It can definitely take over your life. It can definitely uh, be the thing that is on your mind, waking, sleeping, you know, it'll distract you from actually getting the things done that you need to get done. So I encourage you to take a moment and take a step back and realize if that is the issues that you are currently dealing with. Can you be honest with yourself and say, hey, I am struggling with worrying. It is out of control and it's not something that I want to continue doing because it takes up so much time and space and energy. Think about how much energy worrying takes up because of the all the brain power that you that's going on, all the thinking of the different scenarios and how something could turn out, you know, um, you know, constantly sharing those thoughts with other people and having to rattle out those explanations and rationalizations as to what and why and it's it's a lot right it's a lot so um, it's important to really actually distinguish when that point hits where it's gotten too far and where you need to rein it in and figure out what you need to do next to overcome it and as with everything um, a little bit of worry here and there is no issue especially if it is over a real problem, something that you actually are struggling with, something that actually is a real issue in your life or someone else's. But a lot of times worry can shift over into worrying about multiple hypothetical situations and really introduce more fear into your life. More fear. No one wants more fear. No one. Literally no one. And it's important for you to understand that again, you know, if you're worrying about something that's actually troubling, you're like, okay, I don't know what I'm going to do. My car broke down and I don't know how I'm going to get to work now or get groceries or something, 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 right? So it's an actual problem that you need to solve and it's, you are using some of your brain capacity to worry about it so you can figure out a solution. However, if you are worrying about the possibility of your car breaking down and then how would you get to work and how would you get groceries and blah, 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 um, you know, it's not a realistic problem that you're having to deal with. And I understand 
understand that some people might want to rationalize this into a way of being like, well, at least I'm prepared if that happens, but why would you spend so much time worrying about it? Um, I feel like it's true that if you spend a lot of time worrying about it and having anxiety about something, you can definitely manifest it into happening into your life, whether you just like sabotage the whole thing and it does happen or just a fluke and it happens. Um, So you don't want to spend so much time because then that will continue to feed the beast of knowing that your worries are coming true and that's why you should spend time worrying on those things. You see how that is like this fear-driven cycle that you're just living in. That's what you need to break free from. So understand a little bit's fine, a lot is too much. I don't think I really need to make this episode really drawn out because we all understand what worrying is and how badly we can feel when it's the primary emotion we are feeling more so if you struggle with generalized anxiety disorder because it's like ever present you know i definitely struggle with anxiety and had many a panic attack and um do have worried a ton and it does feel like it's ever present it's always like this emotion that's like bubbling beneath the surface of like what is the next uncertain unsure scary fear thing that could come up in my life or is currently present that I can worry about and just worry myself sick I feel like that phrase is true because you just feel so sick in the end because you're just all tied up in knots and unsure and fear and you don't even know what to do you know it's kind of crippling if you actually think about it so um but yeah it's just it's 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 obviously not fun it's definitely um a negativity um it could definitely be classified as negativity and the reason that i added it into this list is because it's not bringing you anything positive right you another uh thing that people that struggle with worrying might say is that they're worrying another rational another useless rationalization that they could use is that worrying will help them problem solve when honestly worrying is not really going to help you problem solve yes you might come up with different solutions to a problem but it's not going to give you the one that you actually need it's just you're literally going to come up with plan a through x and um, are any of those plans sound are they actually thought through could you actually execute those things Um, and it's still again when it's worry it's all based in fear but when you actually come up with a real um a resolution for a problem, uh, then you are actually taking the time to be smart about it, figure out how to fix the problem and figure out a way for you to avoid having it happen again in the future. You know, you see the distinction. So, and it's not based in fear. It's based in like, what can we do? How long will it take? What's the road we need to go? And then how can we prevent it in the future and then not worry about it anymore? So, Anyway, um, I today I want to give you five steps or tips on overcoming excessive worrying. So step number one is to ask for help in figuring out your fears and concerns. So a lot of times, you know, there's plenty of suggestions out there that will tell you to um, talk to someone, journal your worries, and sure, those things could definitely work. But I think if you are more tactical about it and you actually ask someone to help you figure out your fears and your concerns, you actually go to them with your worries, whether they're written down or not, and let them know what your worries are. Let them know if you've actually identified 
identified what fears go along with those worries and then have someone else see it from a different perspective to help you really figure out how those things connect or they don't and um, what they are attached to in your life and then maybe you can even dig a little deeper by taking some time to figure out where those things um, actually came from and if there are existing triggers in your life that have caused you that did cause you to suddenly worry again so um, taking the time to do that with someone that you trust um, whether it be a family member a friend a spouse um, a partner or a counselor you know a professional um, all of those outlets are are you know open for you to try whichever one you feel most trustworthy talking to those kind of things about and just really get it all out and have someone else see it because a lot of times um our worries are not even actually realistic worries you know they're very abstract and um, based on hypothetical situations that probably won't happen Um, so it's good to have someone else see it and evaluate and be like oh but there's no reason for this because this could probably never happen or likelihood is really small and you're really wasting your time worrying about this (laughs) Um, step number two is to be okay with some things being out of your control and accept uncertainty. So a lot of things are outside of our control, um, but those that suffer with um, being a control freak like myself feel like there is a way for us to get our fingers and hands in there to be can have a little bit of control over every single thing in our entire world. Um, and that's just not true. It's not true. It's actually a fallacy that we're continually telling ourselves um, if you do struggle with control issues because there are so many things that happen outside of our control. Um, but again, we might come up with a rationalization of how we knew that was going to happen or how we contributed to that somehow when it's really not true you're just grasping at straws if you know what I mean so it's important for you to be okay that there are things outside of your control there are going to be tons of uncertainties and things you don't know that are going to happen and I feel like we are all living in one of the biggest ones uh, during this global pandemic where we no one realized that this was going to sweep the world as it did and cause all the changes and issues and problems that many of us are currently experiencing. So, um, and no one could have really predicted that. I mean, I feel like I don't think that anyone could actually have predicted that, um, besides God, because he knew it was going to happen, um, how widespread and how quickly it just encompassed like the whole world. So, um, it's important to just realize that things are going to be outside of our control. We're going to have to accept the uncertainty, especially during the times that we all exist right now, and understand that if we try to keep our mind as positive as we possibly can while still being realistic with our expectations, then um, those things married together will help us to just cope with things as they come. Plus, if you are spending so much mind, uh, brain power on figuring out how you can control everything and be on top of everything you'll never get anything else done because there's too many worries in the world for you to actually take on in your life so it's important to understand that you you just you just have to accept it unfortunately there is no easy answer i unfortunately cannot give you any easy answer except for slowly taking your time to realize it's gonna be okay you know um you have to figure out a way to be calm and know that 
you're going to be able to get through whatever is thrown at you. It's just a faith. It's a, it's a belief. You just have to have faith that you're going to be able to make it through. We all are. Um, step number three is to practice mindfulness. Um, you know, and I love mindfulness. It, it is the art of really being aware of what you're thinking and how everything is uh, related to your everyday life and really being cognizant of where your train of thoughts are leading you. And so if you feel like a little bit of that worry is um, starting to peak up and being aware if there was a trigger that um, helped it to start to grow, that you just like nip it in the bud right then and there so that you don't have to go through the whole roller coaster of worrying and fear and uncertainty and being unsure and just like kind of being crippled and paralyzed with those feelings because I feel like it can um, run that gamut super quick as well. You know, all of a sudden you're like, oh, a little bit worried. And then like within a moment's notice, you're just a full-blown worry, anxiety, and possibly panic attack. And then it's a, it's harder to come down off of the more extreme that it becomes um, as you let it grow. Does that make sense? So practicing mindfulness, being aware of what your thoughts are, how they're affecting you, and what they are causing and leading you to do is really important and a good way to prevent letting worry take over your mind and your actions. Step number four is to schedule worry time. I've seen this suggestion in so many places because it seems counterintuitive for you to actually schedule out time to worry, but if you know that you are a person that worries constantly, you found it really hard to uh, let it go. It's kind of like smokers who can't necessarily go cold turkey, but they want to like stop smoking, but then they do like the patch and then they get off the patch. You know, it's like taking the slow eliminate. Wow. Taking the slow elimination route to uh, step away from a problem, from an addiction, from something that's just consuming your life. So I would I would highly suggest that if you do need time to worry and really freak out just a little bit, just so you can get out of your system, then schedule some time. Schedule like 20 or 30 minutes of your day or of your week where you can sit down, you can worry, you can let it all out, you can be very um, open and honest about what's going on, and then you can just leave it there. You can just leave it there in that time, in that moment, and then go back to your regularly scheduled program and just live your life more confident that you will be able to make it through any of those things that you are. Are worried about but at least you were able to get your true honest feelings out in that time setting and then maybe it will give you some clues on how to resolve those fears and things that you're worrying about and be able to move right along in your life and the last step I'm going to give you step number five is to take a mental break I feel like this one really helps me helps me personally And I feel like you can apply this to any emotion that you're feeling that feels overwhelming. Like if you're feeling angry or sad or overstimulated or worried, you can take a mental break. So, you know, you know how I just feel like it's kind of like a tornado in my mind where if I do start worrying about something, it can ramp up so quickly. But if I do feel that coming or you just feel like you've already been spending so much time worrying about this one thing, having super anxiety about this one thing or multiple things then I would encourage you to have the mental strength to say, okay, I understand how this is super all-consuming in my mind right now, but I'm going to take a break from it because I'm not going to be able to solve any problems by still continuing to spin, spin, spin in the same direction that I am. 
and then in your mental break I would I would highly encourage you to do something that will be very distracting to your mind so whether that's watching a show that you really enjoy maybe it's working out maybe it's going for a drive maybe it is writing or playing a video game something else or spending time with friends that can take your mind completely off of the thing that you were worrying about and give your mind a break just a total break from that whole scenario and then you can come back to it later with a fresh mind fresh perspective hopefully feeling a little more relaxed and loose and then you're able to come back to that worry and figure out okay what do we need to do to get past this to end this to move on from this so I don't have to continually drive myself crazy worrying about this thing over and over and over so I feel like out of all of these steps the one that helps me the most is to take a mental break because it's kind of like a refresher and then you're like okay now I can come back and tackle this and move on so um, well that's all the steps, the tips, everything I have to say to you about worrying. So thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast. Again, my name is Sabrina. Happy Thursday. I hope you have a good rest of your day. Fantastic day. Um, And I do want you to know that tomorrow, Friday, I will be speaking on complaining to wrap up the week. Um, And check the description box for notes for the show, where to find me on Instagram, and my email address for any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, topic suggestions, or just to say hey, hi, and hello to me, which you can do on Instagram as well. But until next time, have a good one. Happy holidays to you. Happy Thanksgiving. And I'll see you next time. Bye, guys.